there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on v the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. This show is brought to you by DraftKings. It's a fun show lined up today. Plenty on uh, tonight's Thursday night barn burner that we have. Uh, and the NBA in-season tournament as well. We have Brad Powers on the show. We have meteorologist Kevin Roth on the show today. He's great. He ties it into sports betting, a bunch of potential weather games this week. Mike Palm studio today as well. As for tonight's game, a little bit of money on the over, Paulie. Can you believe that? It went uh, down to 29 and a half, back to 30. And thank goodness we can all bet on this sport, right? And on this game in particular tonight, because otherwise it's going to be a tough one to take. Uh, based on how these two teams and where they're at with their current form. Everybody knows how bad the Patriots have been. I went back and looked. I took out some of the outliers. So I started from week four, and I took out their week seven win against Buffalo because that's the true blip on the radar. The numbers are worse than you can imagine. They're either 31st or 32nd in many major advanced metrics like EPA per play, explosive rush, points per game, points per drive, etc. And I'll tell you, if you take out the Steelers, 400-yard performance against uh, the Bengals after Matt Canada got fired since week four, they're not much better offensively. They're low 20s, and they rank in the 30s in some key categories. That's how bad it's been. I'm fired up. I, I, you're exactly right. Thank God we can bet on this uh, because there's so much you can do with props. You also have the survivor angle tonight, and, and will people use them? But this, I, this is the lowest total in an NFL game in 30 years. The Patriots, again, no, no team has done this since 1938, the Chicago Cardinals. They've allowed 10 points or fewer three games in a row and lost all three, if you can believe it. So it is just, you, you know, a, a, no touchdown is 15 to 1. When do you see it that low? It's usually like 90 or 100, something <laughs> like that. To no one. touchdowns, 15 to 1. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? One touchdowns plus 380. Two is plus 250. 
the prop I cannot get over is both teams to score 10 points. Yes is only a dollar 30. I mean it's I'm not asking you for much here. No, no. I mean but the 10 points which I don't think the Patriots get there. How about you get very creative tonight and play the uh, DraftKings squares game? They have squares up, uh-huh. quarters, game, whatever. Uh, you could go zero zero any quarter. I believe is plus one eighty. Yes, I'm different. Will there be a scoreless quarter? Is a dollar ten? It's usually. It like, happened three times last week for the Patriots I game. I can't believe it. I uh, cannot believe some of these props and the prices. You can also name your exact score like a soccer match tonight, uh-huh. which it actually could look like on TV. But anyway, 0-0 first quarter is plus 425. That, I believe, is the same number as Iowa-Nebraska was. Mm. Plus 425. But if you if you want to make just have some fun tonight, put a little bit of uh, you know pizza money on this stuff, 0-0 zero, zero is plus 425. Pittsburgh to league 3-0 is plus 650. 3-0 mm-hmm. uh, Pats plus 750. 3-3 three, three is 10 to 1. You can make, maybe make a couple Very of good. bets on squares tonight and then yep. just hope absolutely nothing happens. Yep. And be alive. Definitely in play. Why yeah. not? Why would something happen? 10-6, 10-7, 6-0 last three games. New England not to score a touchdown is plus 190. New England to score under 7.5 points is 2-1. to 8.5 is plus 190. I already asked Jeff Benson and the guys here at Circa to put up the prop. Will there be a score in the first five minutes of the game? Which I'd probably make it like $1.90. Uh, but that's you can also bet... At DraftKings, will the Patriots, what will happen on the Patriots' first possession? Punt is minus 160 only. Yeah. I guess you could have a turnover, but they're not. I could see the Steelers having a nice drive to start, even though it's Trubisky. And I know you have more on this, but they've done it the last couple games. They went right down the field against Green Bay, and they had a nice drive against Arizona to open things up. But it's going to take time. Uh, off the clock is what I mean. I can't imagine Zappy with all these guys out. And the Patriots appears they're tanking and don't want to win. That they're just going to their defense is solid, but they're going to go down the field and, and get some points on the first. Well, that's drive. another thing too, right? I mean, it appears as if Zappi's not very good, but also like how much of it really is his fault? He has nobody to throw the ball to. Oh, the weapons are terrible, awful. Yeah, I mean, and then the, it's, just, it's, it's like the promo last week promoting the game. Right, they put a Belichick because they had no idea who was actually going to be available to play in the game. Uh-huh. So. I mean, based on what you just said then, the no score in the first five minutes. I went back and looked at all their games so far this year, both teams. The score in the first five minutes of the Steelers games, the no is only seven and five. Mm, that's in the, surprising. In the first six minutes, it's six and six. Yeah, uh, that, that's important. Now, for that, the That's pa- a key minute, 30 seconds, big. It is. It actually, when you go back and look, and I'll tell you, like, it, the difference between, like, first five, six, and seven minutes, enormous for a lot of these teams. Uh, the score in the first five minutes of Patriots games on the year, the no is nine and three. The no is cashed five straight times and seven out of the last eight. Same record, first six minutes of Patriots games. So five straight, seven out of the last eight, nothing happening first five minutes of the game. So if you can find that, I mean, it might be, you know, based on the number, something that you might want to ponder uh, there as well. I will say that when you look at the vcin.com weekly analytics report that Steve Mackinnon puts together on the website. Just can click on NFL and find it. He points out that teams shut out in their previous game. Now, straight up, they're only 23-34 and 34 since 2012. However, when you look at it against the spread, it flips. The team that was shut out in their previous game, the next game they come back, they're 34-21 and 2 ATS since 2012. That's 61.8%. It's pretty good. 
and so, the, the Patriots catching, you know, a full six points in this game tonight. Yep. Well, one and twelve ATS last thirteen. Is I dog. know. I know. I mean, that's you got that too. Pittsburgh's on a nine and one under run as well. You had that yesterday. What they've done on the year. I think the number's too short. I mean, I think it has to be more than a touchdown. I, I don't care that Pickett's out. It's just this New England team is just all time bad on offense. You know. And the, quick side note: What's the total Week 18 when the Jets play the Patriots? Especially if it's like Tim Boyle against Zappi. That's got to be 24 and a half. Especially if there's weather. Mercy. Oh, that, that will be an Iowa game. Right. It'll have to be. But I, again, I think this should be more than a touchdown. And the fact that they're they're coming off, this team is smoke and mirrors. They're going to go 10-7 and seven and make the playoffs. I can't believe it. And they're coming off the, the loss where they were humbled at home and dominated. They're going to come out angry. Number one, they embarrassed themselves losing to a two-win team. Number two, Connor ran all over them. That was a joke what happened. Arizona just punched him in the mouth, and Pittsburgh got no answer. So I, I think they'll come out and – but then again, I think 17 points gets it done, and it could be like a 20-3, to 17-3 type game. I don't, I don't see New England doing anything unless it's turnover-related by Pittsburgh, and that's why you just have to drill it in Trubisky's head, don't turn it over. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Patriots' defense, to their credit, they're keeping the team in all these games, although the offense can do absolutely nothing to help them out. I mean, I can envision a spot tonight where Trubisky is not going to look good. I don't. I mean, I don't. Doesn't matter if it was yeah. going to be Pickett or Trubisky. I no, think, I think Bell, either yeah. quarterback was going to yeah. be up against it tonight. You can point the finger at him. He's done a terrible job, but Belichick knows defense. A hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. He, yeah, he's found a way to keep them in games despite the lack of uh, anything resembling good quarterback play. And so many bad choices at uh, who they have to throw the ball to, et cetera. Now, this, I mean, how big is the Stevenson um, injury? Big, yeah. Right? Zeke has nothing left. That was, I question that move from the get go. Mm-hmm. So that that's a huge injury as well. You're already the only weapon you had. You don't have him. So you brought up the first drive. What I'm just going to like go potential, like what could happen. Defense is really good for the Patriots still. Everything's listed too. Okay. So touchdown, let, turnover, everything. Yeah. Let's, let's pretend for a second here. Steelers get the ball. They have, like, fourth play into the drive. There's a turnover. It sets up the Patriots in pretty decent field position. That way the offense doesn't have to really move the ball much. Mm -hmm. This field's always been difficult for kickers. Yep, wind, yep. I'm just, I'm going to just throw it out there. How about first field, uh, first drive of the game, Patriots miss field goal 22 to 1. I don't even need a turnover. I could just be backed up and I go three and out. Sure, and, yeah, and whatever. I mean, you know, I'm just, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to like picture okay. like what could really take place tonight. I mean, not bad. It's been the kid's terrible. It was another bad move by Belichick. Uh, he's been terrible. Why'd you get rid of Folk? You're exactly right. I mean, he, he missed the 35 yarder to tie the game against the Giants. It wasn't even close. And that's actually something to pay attention to uh, tonight with the in play stuff because a lot of books now DK will keep it up throughout uh-huh. the game. Just keep paying attention to the drive by drive stuff. By your bets and all that, it's awesome. Because if if nothing is happening and, like, they can't move the ball, I don't know, maybe the punt is cheap at minus 150. I think that's way cheap. I love that. New England first drive, punt minus 160. Steelers fifty. Longest made yeah. field goal is 48 and a half. I like the under there. The yeah, largest that, lead is 12 and a half. You don't see, you never see stuff like no, this. No, no. I mean, when you said 50, I didn't even look at the no touchdown score. When you said 50, I look at that yeah. almost every single primetime game. Uh-huh. You will now. This is like if you're talking, you know, the Dolphins and Chiefs. It's going to be 300 to one some some spots for no touchdown, but 15 to one. <laughs> that's I know hilarious. Well, both teams get to 15 points. It's three to one payout. 
I mean, it's like, there's no way. It's just like, there's no way they think the Patriots do anything. Yards per game, 26th against 28th. Passing, 28th against 23rd. Oh, yeah. Time of possession, 27th against 29th. Five times this year the Patriots have been held to seven points or fewer. Oh, five. Oh, I wonder what they were. Dead last in scoring. Pittsburgh, 28th in scoring. I made a bet. I made a couple of bets in the Cardinals that are season-long bets that are completely dead. One of them was lowest-scoring team in the NFL. I, what were the Patriots? Oh, wow. Because You could lock that up, right? Oh, I, I, they, they might average like 10 points a game this year. Yeah. For the season, which is b- virtually impossible to pull off. Yeah. I mean, they still have to play the Jets, who have a good defense. They still play Denver. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, they can't. They couldn't move the ball against Indianapolis. So, so what is it? How about a, a grand salami for points scored the rest of the year for the Patriots? They have five games left. Will they hit fifty points? Yeah, I don't know if they will. That's a good one. That's a, what would you make? No score, first five. Oh, two, two twenty. We go uh, higher. Two dollars or higher. Yeah, yeah I probably. Hope guy, I hope they put it up here tonight. All right, follow the money here on Visa the Sports Betting Network. Win some, lose some. Coming up next. And some people are making a really big deal out of this, and I don't get it. We'll tell you what it is coming up here on BC. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juice Reel, a free betting intelligence app and a tool that every better needs. It links your betting accounts into one app, delivers in-depth analytics on your betting history. You have access to the betting history of billions of bets placed by all Juice Reel users. 
in-depth betting analytics with billions of data points enables you to tail the winners and fade the losers. The AI bot is picking 60% through 100 games. Download it. Find out for yourself. Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Download the free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. It's free. Juice Reel, R-E-E-L. Get it. We continue here with professional sports better Brad Powers. Uh, another game, Brad, to hit here. And uh, our buddy Paul Stone reached out to me early in the week, and he's like, you might want to take a look at Oklahoma State. He thought it was going to be really, really bad. Every time I like get an alert on my phone or turn on TV, it's like, hey, here's another guy hitting the portal for Texas A&M. So they were four and a half. They're down to a three-point favorite. Who's going to want to play for that team? And I could be wrong on this, but I know they just got blown out. by. It feels like Mike Gundy's the kind of coach who's going to want to have his kids ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, and he's been, uh, he said, when you've been at some place for two decades, you've had some ups and downs as far as bowl performance. But for a significant while there, Gundy was one of the better bowl coaches. So, yeah, there's no doubt. And people are like, oh, Ollie Gordon might sit up. I think Ollie Gordon's a true sophomore. He's going to play for Oklahoma State, obviously. So, uh, yeah, I I think, you know, and, and here's the thing. When you're betting underdogs like this and you're anticipating moves, I think you're doing yourself an injustice, not sprinkling a little bit on the money line on all these, even if they're three or even above three point uh, underdogs here. Might, might as well go ahead and play them on the money line as well, because this is a game probably closes pick them. Miami of Ohio had a very good year, won 11 games and uh, won the MAC title beating Toledo. You took a little Miami, Ohio. Uh, how concerned are you with how bad the MAC has been going back in bowl games? <laughs> Well, probably not concerned enough considering I bet a few MAC teams on the openers. Uh, uh, and obviously, you know, all three of those teams that I bet, Miami, Ohio, Ohio, and Toledo, all, all their quarterbacks announced that they're hitting the portal. So I got three bad bets there. I like to talk about my good bets. There's three bad bets uh, that I've, uh, to say the least. Uh, I, I think the MAC was certainly better uh, than expected this year. So that's probably what, what my thought process was going into that. Uh, Miami, Ohio, at least one thing that, that I do expect to still play is their defense. So I don't think it's a total lost cause. And plus, they, you know, I know they're down to a third string quarterback. It's not like the backup was doing anything. I mean, come on. I mean, you and I could get go out there and turn around and hand it off and throw the <laughs> tight end or whatever and, you know, hit a screen pass. But I don't think that one's significant, although I think I got obviously have a bad bet in Miami, Ohio. I think the better bet in that game is probably the under. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, it, it's always a case by case basis. I bet BG uh, because Minnesota's down to a third string quarterback. And I thought that line was a little high there in the Falcons. So yeah, here's what I'll take. I mean, historically, yeah, it's been bad. I'll say this though. This is different now. I mean, you can throw a lot of that stuff out the window because now it's all about who's playing and who isn't. Uh, So all that, those Mm -hmm. super big trend lines for 15, 20 years. Well, these bowl games aren't anywhere near what they were even five years ago when the only guys that weren't playing were, were high caliber NFL guys. Now half the team's not playing and it doesn't matter if you're South Alabama or uh, you're Notre Dame or it just, you know, guys are hitting the portal regardless. Yeah. Excellent point. Great answer. And this leads me to James Madison and Air Force. You also have guys that can hit the portal, but still play in the game. So what do you think of the James Madison support? And then you got Air Force coming in and, and on the losing streak and couldn't get over their win total. And it's been ugly the last four games. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of factors here. You Number one, you would think James Madison's fired up first bowl game in school history. Uh, James Madison matchup-wise, one of the better defensive fronts, one of the best rush defenses in the entire country against the option. That's advantage James Madison. But James Madison's coach has gone. Signetti, uh, a lot of players have hit the portal, although they're talking that they still want to play. 
keep in mind, just because they're hitting the portal doesn't mean that they're uh, typically, you know, 100% out for the bowl game. They can convince some guys to stay and play. <laughs> I Again, case by case, game by game basis there. To me, my gut says Air Force is a play. They're at their lowest point of the entire season as far as a power rating goes. Looks like they're getting healthy. You don't have, if there's a couple schools you don't have to worry about opt-outs, it's the service academies. Mm. Um, and that, that has bode, bode well for them the last 15 years. If you blindly bet on the service academies and bowl games, you're 70% against the spread. Wow. So team team usually gets downgraded too much. Oh, look how Air Force struggled on the stretch. It's fade them. We got a three, four week uh, window in between, you know, the regular season ending and the bowl game. So you, you get a deflation on those teams that struggled down the stretch, inflation on the favorite or the team against them. Uh, Air Force for me. And another game where you got a three-point dog where I think you just go ahead and bet it on the money line as well. Okay, so then let's tie in one service academy to the two others playing this week in Army-Navy, the annual final regular season game. Some two-and-a-halves out there on Army. Other uh, books have three. Total now is down to 27-and-a-half. What have you done here? Would you still recommend anything? Believe it or not, I haven't done anything yet. Uh, My numbers are going to scream over, obviously. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, you proceed with caution betting overs on that uh, because of what we're talking. Let's just, you know, forget the Army Navy history with it. You know, the streak finally ending last year because of overtime, mm-hmm. uh, 15 plus years of the undercashing. I mean, just service academies anytime they play each other. I think since 2006, uh, 50 and 10 to, to the under if you need a little bit bigger sample size than 15 or 16 games. But keep in mind. Out of all those service academy games played, just not Army, Navy, we're talking Army, Air Force, Navy, Air Force, of any of those games played in the last 15, 20 years, this is the lowest total. So this is historically low, even for for, for academy games. So I'm going to wait and let all the Joes, hopefully for the first time, that they want to jump in and bet under on game day. Uh, if, it, if it goes below 27, I'm going to bet over. But I haven't I haven't touched the side or the total yet. The, the numbers say maybe a lean towards Army. I am going to the game for the first time, oh, so wow. I don't, you know, I'm going to put my fan hat on and, and not try to have too much uh, exposure here because I actually want to enjoy the experience and not, you know, wishing and hoping I would cash a, a big bet here. All That's right. Great. Good for you. That's a hot ticket. Uh, all right. Excellent. You know everything here, but a guy tried to predict the transfer portal where the quarterbacks are going to go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What do you, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard Oregon uh, mm-hmm. and possibly USC there, but hearing more Oregon there. Cam Ward. Uh, Cam Ward is the number one most targeted uh, prospect out there. Uh, he'll go to the highest bidder. I guess that makes sense to Ohio State there. I, I haven't heard that's a slam dunk, though. All right. How about DJ? I, I have heard Florida State is in the mix for him, uh, and that, that that is the most likely spot for Florida State to get a guy is DJ. Kyle McCord. Yeah, my, wow, Miami. Uh, I've I've heard whispers on that. Uh, I don't know if that's a slam dunk yet, but that yeah, I've heard, definitely heard whispers on Miami. Okay. okay. And then Notre Dame with Riley Leonard. Yeah, if there was any slam dunk, okay. I think that's probably done by uh, today or tomorrow. When is the When are you going to make your first future bet for next year? As I I, I asked because also I'm curious, but I've also had multiple people reach out to me in the Denver area saying Colorado under for all you can. 
Yeah, my first one last year was in December when he got hired. I was betting. I mean, it was pizza bets, but I was betting under their win total uh, back in December already at Colorado last year. I mean, national title game, as soon as they post the futures, I'll, I'll make a couple of futures bets uh, hmm. if I think there's a team mispriced. So, yeah, it, it's coming down the pike here. Uh, within a few weeks, I'll have my first bet of the 24 season. And I agree with you, Colorado. Uh, you would think there'd be some progression in year two. I'm not saying that they're going to go from four and eight to eight and four. I would just say, you know, let's keep the expectations down. The, the, the call for them to go from four and eight to bowl eligibility. I'm not even sure I'm going to get to that point. Uh, I could see it actually uh, remaining the same as far as win loss record or even getting worse. I got to look at their, their schedule, but uh, not buying Colorado whatsoever. How long do you think he's going to be there? Uh, ne- next year will be his last year, regardless of if it's good or bad. Oh, Wow. You would bet on that. I would bet on that. Yeah, I, I would. I'd make a big bet on that. You would. Okay. Uh, yep. if, if once his once his son's out of there, it's over. Huh. Will you bet on the Heisman for next year, even if it's like unknown where some of these guys are going to end up? Yeah, I was looking at my portfolio. Uh, you know, I wasn't betting them in January, or February, but I, I made a bunch of bets in April, and it okay. turned out I have all the finalists with the exception of uh, Marvin Harrison. Yeah. I think that, I mean, a Heisman bet like this early, because I think odds are going to be posted like soon, but it's like I kind of need to see how the whole portal is going to shake out, yeah. right? Where everybody's going to land. They wait a little bit on that market. Now, maybe mm-hmm. somebody jumps out in front, but a lot of times that doesn't open up until spring, April, okay. usually. Do you yeah. think Daniel should be 1,200? Uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I think you. Okay. Yeah. So he's, he's winning it this weekend? Yep, he is. Okay. Very cool. Great job, sir. Yep. Love, love talking to you, Brad. Thanks for the time. Good luck. <laughs> love this talking to you guys. Take All care. Right. Talk yep. to you next there week. You BradPowerSports.com. Brad Power 7 on X. And an unbelievable newsletter as well. I mean, this is, he's right. This is madness. Some guys are going to hit the portal, but still play. And then, yeah. Yep. you know, the significant line movement. Um, did you see the Marshall coach? The quarterback hit the portal. And the coach says, well, the fans couldn't stand him. And he was miserable. Well, how about some of these quarterbacks are going to be going into their seventh year of uh, eligibility? Yeah. That's Uh, another one. What is going on? How long has Cam Rising been at Utah? Uh, We'll talk weather games up next with meteorologist Kevin Roth. It looks like the forecast has changed here for some of the games. We'll ask him for the breakdown of that coming up on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to view betting records, profit, ROI, who has the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today, $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Paulie, we had a bunch of weather games this past weekend in the NFL. Looks like we're going to get uh, at least a couple more this weekend in the NFL. And uh, Kevin Roth does a great job uh, tracking all this sports weather forecast for rotorgrinders.com. And he's kind enough to join us here early on a Thursday morning. Kevin, good morning. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to chat some sports and weather for you. You bet. So the Texans, uh, you know, they were beefed up to a touchdown um, against the Jets. Now that number is down to three and a half. The total here is sitting at 33 or 33 and a half. That has dropped. 
Uh, very low total, but it is 2023 where totals now like this are becoming more commonplace. Um, how bad do you think the weather is going to be before, during, uh, et cetera, for this game? I think that's probably the worst weather game of the week. And that's not to say that this is some sort of consistent downpour, but I expect it's going to rain. I think light to moderate rain essentially all game long. And the winds are going to be an issue as well. So you're talking 15 to 20 mile per hour sustained winds, gusts of around 30. If it was just wet or just windy, it would be an impact. But when you bring in both of those main factors into one game, I think it's going to be kind of nasty, like the game that we saw in Foxborough last week or in New Jersey last week. The weather mattered, and I think this is a game where the weather is going to matter. Okay, so that's going to be the worst of it. Jets at home, Giants at home. Will that be the case Monday night? By the time the Giants game goes Monday night, the storm system has cleared. It will still be a little bit breezy on the back end of the system, but now you're talking dry conditions, winds of around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Um, Does it matter? Sure, but it's not the kind of major impact that we're going to see for the Jets game. So I'm not taking any bets or placing any bets or recommending any bets on the weather for Monday night football. Okay. All right. So another one in the Northeast, the Ravens are at home in Baltimore taking on the Rams. That total has dropped from 44 and a half to 40. And uh, I did see a couple of good questions on your uh, going back and forth on X. And uh, somebody was asking about how this could impact somebody like Justin Tucker. Uh, Very uh, intelligent question. I thought anyway, and so how bad does the weather look like in this game and how that could impact somebody like uh, like Tucker? I do think that's probably the second worst game of the week. Again, it's the combination of I do expect we're going to see rain in that game. Latest forecast models are bringing the heaviest of the rain after the game, but still probably a light to moderate, fairly soaking rain throughout the game. Uh, and again, winds of around 15 miles per hour, not quite as windy as in New Jersey, but gusts 20 to 25. Um It's not the type of thing where they're not going to attempt field goals. But once you start talking about breezy, wet conditions and long field goals, field goals of 50 yards or longer, that becomes pretty tough. And that's when even you get fewer opportunities, right? Not only are you less likely to make that kick, but you're not moving the ball as well on offense. So you don't get as many opportunities to attempt those kinds of kicks. And if it's a fourth and five in that long field goal range, coaches might just opt to go for it or punt instead of attempting a, a low-probability field goal in, in yeah. bad weather. Yeah, great answer. Yep, great answer. How about the Midwest? We got Bears, Bengals, Browns at home. Has it changed at all? Is it just win? Take it away. Yeah, when I first looked at this on Monday, I thought that the Midwest might end up getting the worst of it, and now this system's accelerated, so the East Coast is going to get the worst, and the Midwest games look a little better. I'll start in Chicago. It's going to be dry. It's winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Temperatures are cold. It's upper 30s. But I don't really care about the temperature unless it's teens or 20s. Uh, temperature in the 30s is, is fine. Um, I don't expect any significant impact in Chicago. And I think it's similar in Cincinnati. The storm system's already gone, so we're dry in Cincinnati. It's cool. It's a little breezy, 10 to 15, not enough to have any impacts or make any bets on it. Okay. In Cleveland, I think there's a chance that system is still lingering. So you still have a chance for just some really, really light rain. And those winds could be gusting maybe 25. That's a borderline weather game. It's not as much as the East Coast games, yep. but it's at least worth considering the weather factor there. Yeah. And I think two of those there that you mentioned anyway, the Cleveland game and the Bears game, I thought those two maybe earlier in the week, right? It looked like it was going to be worse, but now that's drifted, as you said, to the other, the other games in the Northeast. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I was, I was guilty on this one. My usual thing is don't, don't bet weather early because the weather changes. Weather forecast models on Monday are not always representative of what we see by Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I really thought the under in those two games looked pretty solid based on wind conditions and based on expected rain. And now I don't, I don't feel that way. So quite frankly, I kind of went against my own rule. Uh, I liked the unders early there and I don't anymore because I think the weather is going to be pretty okay in those two spots. And you know what, Kevin, um, the market would agree with you specifically, like on that Detroit Chicago game. I mean, that opened 46 and a half that got down to low, very low forties. I think it touched like 40 and a half, maybe, maybe 41. And now it's back up to 43. A lot of shops are showing 43 and a half that I think based on what you just said, that number can probably keep going up. Yeah, I think it can. And I just think it's a good lesson uh, for everyone. If you're, you want to get the best number, but it doesn't matter if you get the best number if the weather that you're trying to to angle doesn't come to fruition. So I always like to say, hold off at least a few days. Make sure that weather is happening. Monday was too early to, to be assuming what's going to happen on Sunday. There's nothing in the forecast for tonight's game, right? Steelers at home to the Patriots. Yeah, it's it's cold. You know, temperatures are in the upper 30s. But again, uh, temperature only shows a really slight correlation between scoring and temperature. Whereas wind, there's a massive correlation. If it's windy, it's low scoring. Temperature, you don't really get that impact. Of course, the, the total is uh, is barely anything as it stands, even in nice weather. So I don't think the weather is going to be the problem. I think it's the offenses. <laughs> um, you must have been in heaven last week, right? I mean, how many rain games did we have? Five, six, a couple delays in the yeah. Pittsburgh game? It was so fun. Yeah, we had the <laughs> thunderstorms in the Pittsburgh game. We had the downpours in Tampa. Uh, both the East Coast games were, were pretty yep. good and soaked. Um, I love, <laughs> I love late season games. This is when you get the best weather you get, uh, you know, you get sometimes not just rain, but you get the snow games. you get big winds with these cold fronts moving through. This is the most important time of the season for weather. And it's also when fantasy football, uh, playoffs are happening. So people are even more in tuned, whether you're sports betting or fantasy sports. So yeah, this is kind of it's kind of Christmas for me, even a little bit early. Yeah, I don't blame you. It's uh, the way football was meant to be played. You can follow Kevin on X. He's at Kevin Roth WX. Does a great job with sports weather forecasts at rotogrinders.com. Thanks so much for the time today. That was awesome. Hey, thanks for having me. And of course, these forecasts are going to be evolving. So stay yep. tuned, follow up, and I'm happy to jump back on a show anytime, guys. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. There you go, Kevin awesome Roth. Job. Um, yeah, so uh, it looked like, as he said again, and the models now, we're both from the Midwest. I think the most hated men and women when we were growing up, the meteorologists and the local TV stations. Right? Yep. Ah, you said it wasn't going to snow today. We got four feet. Where'd that come from? Oh, it drove me nuts with my family. They would sit around and watch the weather channel. It's like, okay, it might rain. Who cares? And my mom would go in the basement in case something would happen. Oh, they come. We might get a... Like, Here it comes. Yeah. Like, oh, like, oh no, those... come on. Tornadoes can be scary. Have the canned goods ready to go. <laughs> yeah, We're we on have lockdown. the emergency go, kit. You, come on, what are you doing? Yeah. Ridiculous. Um, um, imagine how, like, we used to get alerts to a snow day. We had to watch, like, the bottom, like, there was a scroll, oh and then they'd call in the TV scroll. stations, like, uh, what do we do? Do we, do we have school? Do we not have school? It actually happened once. We, we, we loaded up the car. My mom took me and my sister to school, and then it's like, wait, there's no one here. And we didn't know it was canceled. It was ice. So it was, yeah, you had that. You had the ice scenario. Yeah. You had the cold. One, one, I was a senior in high school. The governor canceled school for a week. It was like 70 below with the wind chill. That's when my mom did the, the hot water the and scalded my sister, threw it sideways. <laughs> she had it coming. But it was, yeah, you're supposed to throw it in the air and it won't 
you know, won't go get there. Won't hit the ground. It's gone. So damn cold. <laughs> sideways. Your mom was trying to be a scientist there for a uh, yeah. second. And, uh... Oh, God. But that, uh. th- that's what I love. I mean, that is like, t- give me 10 below with ridiculous wind. And you see the guys out there. Oh, yeah. I know. mean, I want, there was that game in Buffalo a couple of years ago oh. where... That Don't to even me, throw it to me. That to me is better than any like blockbuster movie that comes out during the summer. It's three hours of just like I can't get my eyes off the last TV. Last year, last year, Cleveland, New Orleans, another one. Yeah, wasn't it like ten below. That total got down to like thirty something. I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just there's uh, specifically for me snow football. There's nothing better. It's the best watch. That's I mean I've said this before on the air. Like when we would have those snow days when we were in high school, it'd be like okay, where are we playing the football game today? And we'd get like you know six eight guys from uh, yeah. High school and be like, we're playing snow football for as long as we possibly can. Run it by Paul Charchian tomorrow. He's in studio. He did that. He's talked about that. Yeah. When it's like 40, 40 below with the wind chill, you boil the water, <laughs> throw it up in the air. Uh, be careful, though, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Don't, don't yeah. throw it directly at somebody's face, maybe. Uh-huh. Well, got her in the leg. It's okay. Oh, okay. All right. She's. I remember. She's crying and, oh, man. Oh, it's she boiling. was fine. It's boiling water, Polly. Uh, up <laughs> next, Thursday Night Football. Uh Paulie is a big fan of betting this specific prop. It's hit in seven out of New England's last eight games and five straight. Find out which prop it is next on Follow the Money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Omaha Steaks. Oh, it's so good. So easy as well. Just type in the promo code VEASAN. Bam, 50% off site-wide. OmahaSteaks.com. It's the most stressful time of the year, but this is the perfect gift for the ones who matter most. Omaha Steaks is a convenient and thoughtful gift that's guaranteed to delight every single person on your gift list every single time. OmahaSteaks.com. Save 50% off site-wide. Use promo code VEASAN at checkout. Get an additional $30 off your order. Won't last long. Shipped right away. Shop early. Beat the rush. OmahaSteaks.com. Let's go. No bias. You will respect my daughter. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man, as a husband. No agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. I am the smartest man alive! All right, here we go. Number five, in-season tournaments, Henry Kissinger, and loose ball timeouts. Ah, yes, the life of NBA commissioner Adam Silver. Yesterday or the day before, he was asked by Pat McAfee, Due to a large number of international players in the league, did he have some role in foreign affairs? Of course, Silver waxed poetically about now-deceased former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger and what a great statesman he was. I'd ask the people of Cambodia about that opinion. And for no reason went into this long political diatribe. Well, one good thing Silver did do was create this in-season tournament, which, I mean, has generated a lot of excitement. Look at the arenas this week for this thing. I couldn't believe the fan support, and then, of course, Darvin Ham, the Lakers coach, said, uh, you know, all these young men, they want the bag, right? The winners the get bag. half a million each, yep. right? So good competition here. Uh, I want to focus on Lakers' sons on, on Tuesday night. A very good game, 105-103 with 10 seconds to go. Lakers inbounding the ball up to Phoenix gets the trap. Devin Burke knocks the ball away from Austin Reeves. Ball is free at the foul line. Looks like Phoenix is going to pick up the ball and lay it up to take the lead. Whistle blows. <laughs> Reggie Miller said, what's the whistle? Oh, LeBron called timeout while well, the ball was rolling in the lane. They gave him a timeout. Frank Vogel went nuts. Frank, Frank any, well, he should, former yep. Laker coach. I mean, as he said, they review everything in the world in this game. They can't review that the ball was loose when they blew the whistle when he asked for the timeout. Not to be... They make a free throw. Durant misses a 32-foot three at the buzzer, and the Lakers move on. But I was thinking about this. Maybe this Adam Silver's got an idea. Loose ball timeouts. This could be applied to other sports. How about the pucks loose in the crease? Coach has one timeout. Freeze it. Time. How about the ball carrier fumbles the ball? You got a blue flag. Throw it on the field. Did it hit before clear recovery? There's the timeout. You retain possession. Adam Silver, a real innovator. Number four. <laughs> Gonna fly now. Well, the greatest game in the world. Game of the centuries in college basketball, and the two this so far this year in the NFL have kind of been duds, right? Cowboys at 49ers, 49ers at Eagles. The highlight of the game is the brush up on the sidelines when linebacker, 49ers linebacker Dre Greenlaw tackled Devonta Smith late and out of bounds. He gets a 15-yard flag. Now, here's this character. Did you know this guy before this incident here, Dom DeSandro? The no chief, way. The chief of security for the Philadelphia Eagles, but also special advisor to Howie Rosen, the GM. I mean, he's more than the chief of security. He's been with the Eagles since 1999. I guess he's a big character there. Well, he sees fit to get in there and get between the players and actually shove Greenlaw. I mean, now the officials rightly, I think, eject both people. I'm not sure Greenlaw should have been ejected. They threw this guy out too, so he's walked out by his own security team. But how about the hatchet job Fox did on this? Praising this guy, calling him a local hero 
There'd be t-shirts made for him. Why didn't they do that for the fans of the Malice at the Palace? Why didn't they become local heroes? They got community service and barred from Auburn Hills for a lifetime. How is somebody going to put their hand on an athlete in the middle of the game? The NFL came out with a wishy-washy statement. You know, personnel shouldn't be involved in on-field scuffles. This guy's lucky that he doesn't get suspended for the rest of the year there. Oh, yeah. Or maybe more. But Fox's glorifying of the incident without any regard to context is what makes no hyperbole. Okay, number three. Super Mario Brothers. I can't believe more people aren't talking about this. On October 7th, when 4-0 Miami could have taken a knee to go to 5-0 against Georgia Tech with under 40 seconds left and a clock running, but instead Mario Cristobal called a run play. They fumbled a miraculous touchdown by Georgia Tech, and they lose the game. He was absolutely vilified on this forum and all others, and well, he should be. Well, let's go to the end of the SEC championship game with Alabama against Georgia. Alabama's up 27-24 and makes a first down on the Georgia 34. Georgia only has one timeout left. There's a running clock, play clock, that takes it to under 120. The game is over. Two plays are a minimum of 120, 40 seconds each. What do they do? They hand the ball off to Raydell Williams on first down. Then Georgia loses their last timeout with 116. Then they come back and take two knees. What is Nick Saban doing? The patron saying of used car sales, but what's he doing? He doesn't know they can take a knee there? Nobody's talking about it. Not Gary Danielson. They were ready for their goodbye to the SEC speeches and all that. But nobody pointed out he did the same thing Cristobal did. They just didn't fumble the ball. All right, number two, two-minute drill. Here at No Hyperbole, in the early days, we took a quick liking to Brad Allen. NFL official <laughs> from Pembroke State, and, and he deserved it. Can anybody forget November 18th, 2019, Chargers versus Chiefs in Mexico City? That was one of the great no hyperbole rants in the, in the early days. First play of the second half, Pat Mahomes throws an incomplete pass. There's holding on the Chiefs, they enforce the holding, and then Brad Allen runs the clock after an incomplete pass. Let's forward down to the end of the game with 50 seconds left. Phillip Rivers hits Mike Williams. He's touched inbounds, touched inbounds, and they stopped the clock when the clock should have been running. It gave them another four plays. Eventually, Rivers threw an interception. The Chiefs won 24-17. Who could forget November 27th last year when Brad Allen took nine and a half minutes in Seattle to determine whether Devontae Adams had caught the ball in a game the Raiders would eventually win in overtime, 40-34. Well, nothing can top the last minute of the game in Green Bay on Sunday night. Chiefs get the ball back down 27-19 at their own 30 with a minute nine to go. On the second play on second and 10, Pat Mahomes scrambles to the sideline. As he's approaching the first down marker at the 40-yard line, he gets hit right at the sticks. Now, Brad Allen, who's right behind the play, did not call the penalty. The side judge, who's right on the play, did not call the penalty. But 65-year-old field judge Rick Patterson, that's the white-haired guy with the glasses, comes running from 30 yards down and calls Late hit out of bounds on this play. Look at if you're watching this on TV. His whole body is in bounds, Mahomes here. They call a late hit out of bounds. Enforce it 15 yards. On the next play, they hit Rasheed Rice. Right? He gets tackled. He's rolled over. Now, you know, they're supposed to let the play go if they're not sure. Very obvious he's laying on his back with the ball in his head. They let the play play out. Uh, Ballantry takes it all the way back to the house. Of course, they review it and they put the ball down. But meanwhile... Uh, Pacheco throws a punch during this whole long buildup, and so now it's a 15-yard penalty. Now it's a 15-yard penalty. How about then, on the next play, they hit 
Valdez Scantling right down the middle, inside the 10-yard line. He's absolutely mugged, yep. no penalty. And then on uh, third and two, it's a nine-yard pass again to Scantling. He gets tackled inbounds, driven three yards back as he goes out of bounds, and they called him out of bounds, no forward progress. That's Sarah Thomas. The Neil Armstrong of female officials, first to initiate a bowl game, first full time, first Super Bowl official, the blonde ponytail. She's right there. She's the one that didn't call, that did, didn't blow the whistle on the ball down, and the one that says this was out of bounds. They screwed up four out of five plays at the end of this game. This time capsule, Brad Allen will go into the Hall of Fame. All right, number, <laughs> and then number one, free screw you. All right, I don't want to go on and on about how Florida State got left out as an undefeated Power Five, right? And 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 you know. The chairman of the committee, Boo Radley Corrigan, who's an AD in the ACC, wants to make the argument about how weak their schedule was, right? And 55 and the quarterback got hurt. Let me just say this. LSU averaged 44 points a game in the SEC. They held them to 24. Florida averaged 31. They held them to 15. Louisville averaged 32. They held them to six. Ridiculous. But I want to talk about all the people that conspired. Who's really guilty of making this happen that they didn't make it? Let's start with Sean Myers, the linebacker from North Alabama who tackled Jordan Travis and broke his leg. Didn't mean it. He's part of the conspiracy. Tyler from Spartanburg. If two weeks earlier he calls into Dabo's show, they're 10 and 2 Clemson. 10 and 2 Clemson. And all of a sudden, the, yeah, the schedule right. is a whole lot better. How about the Louisville uh, special team coach, Carl Maslowski, who allowed Kentucky, 6 and 5 Kentucky, 100 yard. Return for a touchdown. They outgained him 403, 289, first downs 23 16, 37 23, time of possession. They lose the game. How about 11 and 1 Louisville would have improved their strength of schedule? And then finally, and most complicit, Ron Roberts, defensive coordinator from Auburn, who decides to rush two on fourth and goal from the 31. And we can throw Hugh Freeze in there as well. A total miscarriage of justice and a conspiracy that took many to happen. And that's no hyperbole. Beautiful. Well done. There you go. The thought, the detail. Strong. You know, I forgot about this, too. This was while Travis was still playing. Multiple guys on ESPN. May, I don't know. I think they're going to be left out. I, I couldn't believe that because I, I forgot. But all the receipts are there on social media. Yeah. It was multiple guys just saying, well, you know, they struggle with Clemson. and yeah. I, At Clemson. It, 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 they were putting it out there because they thought this could happen, and, and then it did. How about what they did to LSU? The LSU didn't even move the ball no, in the second, second half of that game. No, no. no. Uh, In-pocket plays are up next. And did Mike rush to bet the Yankees after landing Juan Soto yesterday? We'll ask him coming up next here on VEASAN. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. Enjoy it tonight. There's a lot you can do and get creative. And the menu at DraftKings is dynamite. Uh, I'll go longest field goal under 48 and a half yards. I'll take the Patriots, the result of their first possession, to end in a punt, minus 160. But again, both teams get to 10 points, 15. New England team total under 7.5. Patriots get shut out. Patriots no touchdown. Scoreless quarter. Anything you want, everything imaginable. And at DraftKings, no touchdowns, only 15-1. to Incredible, with the lowest total in 30 years in an NFL game. Go get it. Yeah, we have a common play today for the first time in a long time. I also like the longest field goal under 48 and a half. 
Uh, Peter on X chiming in his favorite prop tonight. You can actually find this at DK. Each team's first drive result. Yeah. Steelers punt, Patriots punt, plus 190. What? He likes that one. Wow. Here's a turnover. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I don't mind that one at all. But yeah, you can get like, look at, again, tonight, look at squares too that you can bet at at DK. Yeah. Well, Mitch could be right too. Whoever receives, gets the ball first. You go three and out, there's a penalty. The other team takes over at midfield. Yep. Missed field goal angle or something. Yeah, right. And a bet tonight that I have on the uh, in-season tournament, I have to do this. It's going to be yes, good call. 98% Lakers fans in this spot tonight. It's you ever a tr- meet a Pelican fan? That's a good point. It might be 100% Lakers fans. Uh, <laughs> minus 125 on the money line tonight. And I truly think that this means a lot based on what they've said uh, to the Lakers. It means a lot to all these teams, obviously. But what it would mean to... LeBron, Ham, Anthony Davis, they're, they're really taking this thing seriously. Ham has made several comments yeah. how much the money means to the players. In the NBA, the game can change in an instant. No matter how the action unfolds, DraftKings Sportsbook has your back. New customers get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code FOLLOW. Incredible menu with the game tonight. The crown is yours at DraftKings. Tim checking in. Either team to score three consecutive times tonight. No is plus 130. Be either team scores three times. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Mike Palman studio with uh, us today. Good one. You love baseball as well. We're going to get to your thoughts on this game coming up here in a little bit. Did you rush to bet the Yankees yesterday after they got? You mean Juan the Soto? under? Oh, the under on an inflated win total. You didn't like the deal. I don't like. I I think Soto's overrated. I don't. I don't think he hits enough for average. I think he's a defensive liability. I think the Padres got much the better of the deal. Um. Look, they needed to to improve the catching position. They got very little production out of the catching. Spurts from Sanchez, but he's a horrible defensive catcher. And Michael King's a versatile pitcher. I don't know if they'll choose to try to stretch him out into a starter or what what they're going to do there. But uh, if if this bumps the Yankees' win total up three, four, five games, I think there's value in the under there. Okay. All right. Are you as mad as Paulie is about the secrecy with Otani's free agency? I don't have a firm grasp on how really angry Paulie is. I don't think that's really what his life's yeah, focus is. Right? He's got a big decision to make this afternoon. Um, what he wants to do with Survivor, and since Pittsburgh's one of the options, it's, it's an early decision. Um, it's, it seems a, a lot a lot of nonsense, though, with all the secrecy and who's he meeting with and how long did the meeting with the Dodgers go? Has this team done this? I mean, okay. If he lands somewhere, he's an MVP that didn't play for two months on a team that doesn't play a meaningful game. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Get him away from Trout. Maybe he can win something. Where would you want to see him go? I, I don't want to see him go to the Dodgers. I'm with you. Because they, with need, you. they need pitching. They don't need this, you know, the guy that hits the home runs. Um, I think Seattle would be very I, – I really think he wants to stay on the West Coast. I think so, too. Are right? the Cubs out? I So I'm li- reading Cubs reporters saying – there's zero buzz anymore. Uh, it seems like the Cubs are not in the sweepstakes, which I thought they really were going to be, and I thought that's one of the reasons they probably lured counsel was that they were told him he, they were going to go after Otani. Looked like the Blue Jays were becoming players earlier this week. I had a lot of people calling up asking me if the Blue Jays got him, would they become then become the favorites to win? I said, in the American League, I still think Atlanta is your favorite, has to be your favorite to win the World Series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple, couple of things mm-hmm. here uh, on Survivor again. I would oh. recommend this. <laughs> Because uh, I'm watching the game on Monday night, and a bunch of people obviously were on Jacksonville. And as that game was progressing, and Cincinnati clearly was not going to go away. I mean, if you want to hedge, you can hedge however you would like. I mean, take the points, Cincinnati money line. I'd also, I mean, you have to consider 
will these games end in a tie? And you got here at Circa, yeah. you're offering all those numbers. DraftKings, I think, offered the same thing. Because in Survivor, again, remember, a tie and you're out. So imagine if you had Jacksonville. That game goes oh, to overtime. That and was it's, in play. That was absolutely in play. Yeah. And you lost going out like that, and you didn't have a piece of a tie, but you had like Cincinnati Moneyline. I, how, do you, how do you get over that? I mean, it's going to take me a month. It's Minimum. A, yeah, it's a tough spot. I mean, I, I, you know, as soon as they look like they might be going to overtime, here comes Twitter, right? It's a tie. The people are asking the questions, and, and everyone's answering. You do, we do offer it. I mean, yeah. at a very large price, whether it's the real price, I don't know. But we offer it at a very large price. Um, and we sometimes post it endgame as it, it looks like it's going that way, obviously at a reduced price. I would be more in, inclined to make more straight hedges. I would tell people the money's very big at this point. I wouldn't try to be so cute that you could lose both bets. Because at this point, with a value of 300,000, maybe people are at this point trying to hedge 40, 50, 60,000. Um, so don't get too cute, right? Don't end up losing both. Don't end up losing your 3,000 you put into the contest and another 30 trying to make a cute hedge. Yeah, I'm just saying I could not, <laughs> I can't imagine the reaction if a game is in a tie and you, do, you can't, know. you know what I mean? I don't know. Would you have the stomach to be in it this far with Paul? I mean, no, you're, you're no. very, very, very emotional for the people that are that are still in. I am. I'm just saying. It's, you, a great you, con you, you it's the best contest there is. I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, I think it's going to go to 15,000 people I'm, next I'm, year potentially. I'm, how many of the 30 people are liquid enough to take advantage of their position? Nominal question. And how big a bets will you well, guys take that, here? Yeah. Well, well, we'll take all hedges here. Yeah, we've come out and said that yeah. if, you're, if you're one of two people for nine million and you're trying to bet, you know, I, I guess we'd say what the maximum is. But I mean, what we'd offer on an NFL game, which in a certain circumstance is going to be, th you know, three hundred thousand. So you give somebody three hundred thousand this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you would. But, but why wouldn't they hedge three hundred thousand? No, you would only. I'm just saying like in, yeah. people come in and they want to say, oh, I'm, I, 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 let's Incredible. let's say. Pittsburgh, Fort, let's say 12 people go down with Pittsburgh, okay. and now people are 18 people. Right, right. And now you're, you know, now you're looking at 500,000, and somebody wants to come in and bet 250 on the other side. So it's too early for that, but maybe they want to bet 150. Well, we're going to take the bet. Yeah, this is important to plug. Yeah. I mean, you got to reach yeah. out to Will Case. Well, you've I mean, already you reached bet. out. Yep. You've already made your. Jeff you know, Benson tweeted it. Mm hmm. Jeff Benson tweeted it. Yep. We got, just got to fill out a credit app. That's all you got to do. And then you can bet and uh, uh, use that and go right yep. to the sports, but which yep. is unique as well. Mm -hmm. well you, I was going to say uh, the documentary question. You have something gonna, else? We, we got an unbelievable email from one of the guys who won it last year. Oh, yeah. Who broke it all down, and he said, at this stage of the game, you have to be so prepared because it's a whirlwind, and you have no idea how fast that chop's going to come. And he's like, look at the last couple of weeks. We went from like 600 down to 30 in a matter of it's right. in a couple of and then, weeks, and that's it. Was it last year where the guy, we thought it was going to end on Christmas Eve? Yeah, absolutely could have. There was like 14 and then people he was out, yet. And then he was and out he was 12 out. hours later when the Green Bay the beat the Dolphins in Miami. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was, he was, the Raiders had like six chances to get a first down to win him $6 million. And then the Dolphins turned the ball over, what, four or five times, and he's out. But I'll tell you, and we've seen this in years past, Guys now, like L.A. Jones, like are coming every week to Vegas, every weekend, to be in positions to make the bets they need to make. Good move. Mm -hmm. when is, what's going to the storyline with the documentary? Do you have a timetable? And, and how would you expect that to really boost entries as well when, when yeah, they're doing well, the documentary? Obviously, they're going to go through the whole process of the award ceremony and all that. 
they're starting to track. They tracked people early on, right? Tried to cast a wide net in the early weeks and hoped some of these people would still be in it. Now, obviously, like Jess and, and others and L.A. Jones, they're telling their stories as well. Um, I've been doing it, I think, I think they've been here six or seven of the weeks so far in the NFL and doing updates with them, you know, like at the half times of the first games and after the first games and where we stand and Derek and I's thoughts on how many people we'd have left and stuff like that. I'm sure it's going to be very, very well done. What do you think about 15,000 next year? Is that too big of a jump? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. But I would have said before the year, the natural growth would have probably been to between 12 and 13. Yeah, I think so, yeah. But like you said, if it's one of these incredible stories like Paul or or Hearns. Yep. uh, Or even L.A. Jones. That's awesome. Right? He's a great character. Yeah, I couldn't believe I met that. Just a very nice young man, right? Very unassuming, humble young man. I also told you a couple years ago, though, that I personally thought this contest could get to 20,000 sooner than later. You did. You've been one of the bullish ones on it. Um, Amal as well. And Vinny, really the the most bullish ones from the beginning. I want to make this point again for people that are in there. Don't handicap for the final week 20 or week 18, whatever you want to call it. Three years ago, the first year, 35 people entered, 35 people cashed. Five next year, five people for no one was eliminated. Last year, there was the elimination on the Colts Texans. I think it meant very little financial. I think they had chopped that all up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. So right. Don't and you don't even know. So that should not be in your mind at all as you're making your picks. A Thursday night football preview is up next because Mike said something on this show that caught us off guard. And he was definitely onto something when he made this comment about a team playing tonight. That's next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 